50 years of magic has transformed the entire Walt Disney World Resort into the world's most magical celebration. Have big fun being small in the new Remy's Ratatouille Adventure and feel the unifying magic of Disney music in the new nighttime spectacular, Harmonious. Come celebrate today. Contact Magical Park Vacations to book your Disney vacation today. Call 585-662-3686 or visit MagicalParkVacations.com. The following is an original production of the Sorcerer Radio Network. Sorcerer Radio Howdy, folks. Please keep your hands and arms inside the train and remain seated at all times. Grab some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. I am Buzz Lightyear. I come in peace. Let's make some magic. All right, cut the chatter. You're listening to DW60. Welcome to the program. It is DW60's Press Row. However you may be listening, Sorcerer Radio, Stitcher, Amazon Music, wherever it may be, we're glad you're here to find out what is happening at the Walt Disney World Resorts. It is Jeff and Nicole here with you. Good morning. Happy Friday. We made it for another week. Personally, I barely made it through, but we did it. We're at the end, the light at the end of the tunnel. You can pass go. You can collect $200. Another kind of jam-packed week of Disney news. Today is Friday, April the 1st. One of my least favorite days, honestly. April Fool's Day. No, I'm not going to do anything to make anybody worry about anything at all. Do you think Disney's going to do an April Fool's joke? I feel like they usually do something. I'm not going to honestly answer that question. Okay. We'll just have to wait and find out. Because uh, it wouldn't surprise me. But no. Um, No fooling you of anything on this show today. No. Uh, No no weird jokes to make you worry about, you know, this uh, attraction that's going to be closing or, you know, anything else like that. Nothing like that from us. We're strictly here just to... Tell you what's happening. I feel like when Disney does something, it's like outlandish. They'll be like, the Haunted Mansion's turning into a McDonald's. You know, like <laughs> something crazy like that. Yeah. You can yeah. get your your uh, McChicken and a Doom Buggy. Like, they'll just do something crazy. What a week it has been. Yes. I mean, not, not just Disney-wise, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, what a week. There's so much going on in the world. Yes. I mean, it's it, and there's a lot of things going on with Disney, you know, outside of the parks. You've got tornadoes and major thunderstorms rolling across the country. Gas prices are still way up there. And I had food poisoning twice. You had food poisoning twice in one week. <laughs> I mean, it just holy oh, moly. It was a week. Golly, gee whiz. It's been a crazy week. But a great way to end it is with DW60 and the latest news. What's going on? So. We the the big the new the the headline story of the week is that Disney did finally announce it gave us a little sneak peek and then they really came out with the announcement that traditional non distanced meet and greets will be returning on April eighteenth. Disney said that as early as April eighteenth, we will start reintroducing traditional character greetings at Disneyland, Walt Disney World. Disney Cruise Line, and Alani Resort in Hawaii. Very soon, you'll once again be able to hug Mickey Mouse, get an autograph from Mulan, and share a laugh with Goofy. We know many of you have missed these special moments, and your Disney character friends have missed you too. They said during the past two years, we've taken a very gradual, intentional approach to health and safety protocols. 
but recent trends and guidance have provided opportunities for us to bring back some of our most beloved magic, like character greetings and dining experiences. So character dining, which I'm hoping means more character dining comes back soon. They said that while not all locations will be available immediately, we anticipate reopening in phases throughout the spring and early summer. So soon, beginning (laughs) April 18th, but it'll be a slow, gradual rollout. I don't know. How do you feel about this? (laughs) Well, I think it's that last line that really, like, gets you. Okay, so, I mean... (laughs) So, so what? We're going to start with Mickey and Minnie. Yeah. And nobody else. Baby princesses. You know. They're greeting in Princess Harry That's just how they make it sound. It's yeah. going to roll out in phases. What, are you going to pick two at a time? Yeah. And then go from there? Draw names from a hat. Yeah. Today. I mean, today we have Mulan Pluto. And, yeah, Mulan and Goofy. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> the rest of the characters? Uh-uh. Ain't getting one. I, I don't know. I just just do it. Well, We're and I crying out loud. Jeez. The phases might be more talking about the character dining. Could be, like, yeah. Things will be reopening in phases because there's a ton of character dining that's not back yet. I'm going to be honest about this. And and, and, and when I say I do love character meet and greets and interaction and everything else. Me personally, the going up to a character for a hug and a picture and everything else and not being able to do that did not really affect me enjoying a Walt Disney World vacation. For right. so many others out there, that is a huge part of their vacation. And I think if we you have know, children... And it means a lot. It might be. Yeah. You know, more like especially if you've had kids during this time and they're all they know of Disney is not being able to go up and hug a character. Sure, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. It, it's a little different, but I agree. We don't we don't meet many characters. No, frankly, it's no. a little awkward to me. Um, but we do really enjoy character dining, and those experiences have definitely been modified and just kind of like not as plussed as they have been in the past. Exactly, yeah. Um, yeah. And so I think from this announcement, that's what I take is I'm excited for that to come back and more character dining to return. It's going to make a lot of people happy. No, yeah. doubt, no doubt about it. So Because I think places like, um, you know, one of our favorites is 1900 Park Fair, and you know there's there's face characters there and it's a it's it's not the big grand open area like chef mickey's sure right it's like yeah. a little more enclosed um probably wasn't the best thing to open first so they've been waiting <laughs> type of environment so it, you do have to kind of work the maze to get around to tables yeah. and when you've got uh, the princesses and you know the prince and, and the stepmother walking around doing stuff, it makes it tough to get around in there. So it's, it's definitely more personal. Yes, yeah. Know, when you get in that area. But, right. So yeah. um, that's in particular one that I'm looking forward to, hopefully returning soon. The next kind of large announcement this week was that Disney released the full menu and the pricing for the new Connections Cafe and Eatery at Epcot. So I won't go through the whole menu, obviously, but I wanted to share kind of some highlights that that they they um, pointed out when they released the menu and um, some things that maybe like we're looking forward to trying when we go. Uh, I thought particularly the Bon Mi burger sounded like something you might enjoy. Um, Miso I- marinated gourmet beef blend, pickled vegetables, sriracha mayonnaise on a soft sub roll. Hmm. Uh, Bon Mi is, I believe, I might be getting this wrong. I believe it's a Vietnamese sandwich. So it's like that type of of flavors. The only thing that kind of throws me off on this is the pickled vegetables. If if they're done right, they're they're a huge compliment to a burger. Right. If they're not done right, it ruins the whole thing because that pickled flavor can be very strong. Yeah, that vinegar. Yeah. Right. So it has to be done right. And the other two kind of the like, or three, I guess, of the like burger portion of the menu, they had a French bistro burger, which has caramelized onions, bacon, brie, mushrooms, Dijon, and then it's a burger on a toasted brioche bun. So that was like a lot of very rich type of flavors. Yeah. Um, there's a Southwest burger, which is a beef burger with roasted corn chipotle salsa. Mm. 
Oaxaca cheese crema, <laughs> chamoy seasoning, and then a guacamole spread. See, that's more me. That, that That's, yeah. Yeah. More than that the other one that you mentioned. And then um, the other one that I thought, you know, might kind of pique our interest is the Mediterranean burger. So it's again, it's a beef patty, a shredded lettuce, pickled vegetables, feta relish. So feta cheese relish. Um, and then it has like a seasoned mayonnaise and then it's on a different type of roll. But again, like the pickled vegetables and the feta and like the sauces and I don't know. It's it's all I'm excited for new. The, these are definitely new and what they're offering here sounds really good. It sounds like table service style burgers. Right. What worries me is preparation time and them rolling th- rolling these out quickly. Yeah, the quality can can vary. Yeah, it's I think it's going and and the quality varies with any quick service that you visit at Walt Disney World, no matter what. And it could be just as simple as a corn dog or a hot dog or just yeah. a plain hamburger. The quality changes as to how long it sits underneath the lamp. Right. Or if it's fresh and hasn't sat under the lamp for more than you know, 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. It just depends. So while all of these sound really good, you just got to hope you get something really fresh and something that hasn't been uh, sitting under the lamp for a long time. So. Right. And and a lot of the new and more maybe exotic menu items that have become available lately seem to be um, almost cost prohibitive. Mm-hmm. Cost prohibitive. So... Space 220, where it's a prefix menu that's almost $100, you know, almost $100. Sure. Right? And then, you know, you see these fantasy-inspired dishes on the Galactic Star Cruiser. Again, behind a huge paywall. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, yeah. These burgers are $11, $12, and they're quick service. And and when you use Space 220 as a reference, a lot of people prefer just going to the the, The lounge lounge area. Mm -hmm, The bar, yeah. And they say the food is better there than, you know, the prefix menu. And that's definitely how we would try it. Yeah, I think so. Unless we had, like, the dining plan. But maybe if even if the dining plan came back, it would be two, probably two table service. Uh, Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. So. Makes it tough. Yeah. And if I had to choose two table credits at Space Two Twenty or two table credits at California Grill, I'm going to California I'm Grill. I'm going to California Grill. <laughs> yeah, or Steakhouse so, Seventy One. Yeah, or something like that. You know. Yeah, del- that's delicious. Again, very rich. Um, they had some pizzas. Oh, and the other thing with the burgers and sandwiches area of the menu is there's no um, like vegan or vegetarian option for a burger. There's no Impossible Burger. There's no black bean burger so that i thought that was kind of weird too but they offer a couple different types of pizzas they had a, a meatball pizza a pepperoni pizza and then a five cheese pizza which if i'm going to get a pizza in epcot it's going to be in the italy pavilion oh yeah i'm not i'm not going to connections cafe i'm not uh no <laughs> no so sorry you know but it, it'd be great if you have picky eaters and you know and and that's where you're eating for the day right yep exactly so those options are there um they'll have waffles for dessert which there's waffles been waffles available at, at food kiosks before and then they didn't come back this year and i was like what's going on uh but here they are so they're brioche waffles with pearl sugar so they have that little crunch when you bite into them they'll have strawberries whipped cream and chocolate sauce okay so that's delicious. There's an apple pie gelato shake. Yum. And then there was a mango coconut milkshake. Mm-mm. And it has, <laughs> wait for the topping, pomegranate molasses no. drizzle. <laughs> Absolutely not. No. Okay, but the apple pie gelato shake. Oh, yeah, 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 that, that sounds great. It, it's, the, it's the coconut that turns me off. When you love apple pie and ice cream. Oh, yeah. So if you put it into a milkshake. That's mother's milk right there. It's all American, you know. (laughs) Anywhere we go that has apple pie and and vanilla ice cream, like Jeff is on it. On top of that in a heartbeat. Delicious. Yeah. yeah. And they have your normal um, fountain beverages, water, chocolate milk, stuff like that. But they have a watermelon mint agua fresca, which is like like a refreshing, uh, usually non-carbonated beverage. So watermelon mint be really nice and refreshing on a hot day and um then if you go down a little bit i think it has the yeah alcoholic options so they have beers they have ciders um they have wines which again if i'm 
going to get wine in Epcot. It's going to be in the World Showcase. Um, but then they have specialty cocktails and they have this cucumber Thai, cucumber and Thai basil cooler, which is Hendrix gin, cucumber, cane sugar, lemon, Thai basil, and ginger bitters, which again, ginger, cucumber, lemon, basil, all very refreshing. And when you're in a hot theme park, that's, that's what I'm going for. Something refreshing. And from a quick service restaurant. Yes. Amazing. Amazing. That's the crazy part about, about all this. Well, and we've said, you know, aside from sunshine seasons outside of the world showcase, where is, where are you going to eat? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I'm, I am excited for this to open. I'm ready to see the inside of it. The mural looks amazing. The floor is supposed to like, um, kind of draw inspiration from Walt's original version for vision for Epcot. Like there's, there's a lot that I'm excited for to see this restaurant. We got sides, kids yeah. meals. Oh, look, a grilled chicken bao bun on a kid's meal. I'll take that. Right? <laughs> I'll take that in a heartbeat. Right, yeah, kids, <laughs> um, picky adults. There's just, there's, it's truly seems like there's something for everybody here, which is not always the case. No, it is not. No, so, not at all. No. Seems like a well-balanced menu. And I'm happy. I'm excited for it. Disney also announced this week three new merchandise collections that are coming, um, you know, out soon to celebrate the 50th anniversary. There is going to be a new iridescent shimmer collection, which is going to draw um, from those same like blue colors of the castle, iridescent shimmer that we see on Cinderella Castle, kind of draw from that ins- that inspiration and color palette. Uh, there's going to be a spirit jersey. There is, um, let's see what else, uh, mini ears, lounge fly, all kind of like the staple items are going to come in this, this new sparkle collection. Then there's the Disney vault balloon collection, which I think might be my favorite. Probably not your cup of tea because it's really bright. <laughs> But I think it looks no, awesome. No, folks, I'm really not a dull person. No, no, but you don't necessarily wear neon like I do. Oh, okay. I have spoken. <laughs> All right. Um, it says it draws inspiration from a vintage-inspired Disney balloon and um, some shopping bags that they used. I didn't say you're dull. Uh, it's just like you say that it, 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 it's bright, so it's not me. So automatically, I hope people don't think, well, Jeff's just wearing black every single no. day. You know? it's, it's like, oh, I do like color. You do. <laughs> I do you like, like color. blues and greens. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, stuff like that. But this is like neon green, neon orange, neon pink. I just don't want people to paint a picture of me. No. <laughs> Jeff is not leading the, what's the Green Day song? I can't think of it at the moment. I but, can't remember. I don't um, <laughs> yeah, so there's a balloon, a vault balloon collection. It has, you know, vintage inspired balloons that used to decorate the shopping bags that they used back in the 70s when the park opened. They're going to have a vintage balloon print. It's going to be on Spirit Jerseys, Crocs. Um, I think a, a Dooney bag, all kinds, all kinds of stuff. Then we have the celebration collection. So I guess there's four. They said three, but there's four. There's a celebration collection. Oh, so okay, no, there is three. Three new ones. The celebration collection, which originally launched with the launched with the fiftieth, is getting expanded. So there's going to have new commemorative merchandise for the whole family. There's going to be a new dress shop dress, a new Dooney and Burke bag more youth apparel. And then this stuff in particular is going to feature Goofy, Donald, and Daisy. And it's going to, they're going to have their own plushes and they'll be decked out in their celebration outfits. And this one, uh, Danielle is in our live Instagram chat and she's excited. I know there's the Disney vault collection is expanding to include a vintage inspired orange bird collection. 
So this, they said the Disney Vault Orange Bird Collection perfectly captures the groovy vibes of the 70s, is what they said. <laughs> it's going to uh, be a line of retro-inspired pieces that are sure to brighten your day. The collection will debut later this spring, and it pays tribute to the Orange Bird, a beloved Disney character that has come to symbolize Florida and its legacy in the citrus industry. It'll have a <laughs> denim jacket, a flower power dress. It looks like it'll also have like a men's button down shirt. Um, they'll have a character crossbody. They'll have a, a ton of, of orange bird, orangey, citrusy <laughs> type of stuff. I hate to mention it, but this picture, this promo picture that they're using, that looks like an orange and vanilla swirl to me. It's back. It, it was gone for what, a couple yeah. A month and now it's back again? Didn't they say it'd be gone for like three years? Yeah, they said it'd be gone for like a few years. Yeah, and now it's back. What? No, what? Like just in the last couple of days. What? I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> they just can't stay away. Why do you do this to us? The orange and vanilla swirl. <laughs> it's like, you know what? Kind of slow news. We're not going to announce anything in the next couple of days. So let's tell everyone. Yeah, let's get them in a the frenzy. the swirl you know. is leaving. Oh, my goodness. That was the first thing I noticed when I saw this picture. Okay. I was like, wait a second. How can you promo this with something that's not available for the next few years? Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? You know? People would be so mad. Like, I went and bought this shirt, and I wanted to eat the orange swirl, vanilla swirl, but you guys don't have any more, so why would I want to buy the shirt? Disney's giving you a reason. Oh, yeah. I feel like if yeah. you buy this <laughs> merchandise, you have to eat an orange swirl. You it. have to. That, that, that's, that's We don't make the rules. Yeah. <laughs> we just uh, enforce them. So, oh, goodness gracious. If you buy the Orange Bird Collection, you have to eat an orange swirl at the Sunshine I'll Tree eat Terrace. them anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need a shirt. Right? We'll just we'll just eat it. We volunteer. Yeah. We'll eat yours. If you don't like it, but you still want the shirt, we'll that's eat right. yours. That's right. <laughs> and then the last kind of huge piece of news. Well, no, that's not true. Actually, there's a ton of news. But um, the most recent headline, I'll say that, was that Disney finally did announce a official dates for the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. So this year, the festival is presented by Corksicle, and it will officially run from July the 14th through November the 19th, which, I don't know about you, but food and wine in July feels weird. Food and wine to me is like September, October, November. It does feel that way. Yeah, they've... they've Ever since the start of it in the modified, you know, smaller version mm-hmm. in 2020, uh, they've gone they've gone through, you know, in 2021, same time of date, you know, middle of July, right? And that seems to be the case with you know, Flower and Garden lasting as long as it is. I like Flower and Garden. I mean, yeah. I like Food and Wine food, too, but Food and Wine's getting that same trend, right? So. <laughs> Festival of the Holidays lasts for a couple of months. I think the only one that's not getting all the love is Festival of the Arts. Right. So short. I think there needs to be a festival between Flower and Garden and Food and Wine. Should be, yeah. We need something that's like June, July, August. Yeah, they got to think of something. I don't know. Maybe it could be like summer inspired or they do like, um, I don't even know, like citrusy type things and barbecue well, and how about how about if they did this? If they like they're doing right now with Flower and Garden, you know, a couple of the booths, mm-hmm. their options change right. throughout the festival. So why not do that with more of the booths available during food and wine? These are some of our summer leading into fall type of dishes, mm-hmm. and then once you hit fall. You you know strictly deal with just fall the ciders you know the hot and warm type things even yeah. though it's still hot in Florida yeah you know you still get that vibe you still want that stuff they're selling fall merchandise for crying right. out loud and everything else so I, I think that's what I think the direction that Disney should go should be something like that right not just have the same things over and over and over and over again change it up a little bit well and if they you know. like you said if they extended Festival of the Arts and then Flower and Garden started a little bit later then Food and Wine can start a little bit later yeah. That's true. Yeah, absolutely. Because, um, yeah, Festival of the Arts really gets short end of the stick. It does. It and does. with all of those artists, with that, you know, huge, amazing collection of art, people need more time to be able to stop and look and and um, browse and peruse and, and purchase. I get why they do it as long as they do for the extended amount of time, because they want to maximize 
the amount of people who, to come and enjoy the festival mm-hmm. and not just be for a two to three month period. But then you need to do the same thing with Festival of the Arts. Yeah. Because so many people love the art aspect of what Epcot has to offer. Right. The amount of money that they make off of merchandising alone off the art is probably staggering. Yeah. Everybody loves the holiday period. You know, you get all the holiday merchandise, but Festival of the Arts. I mean, just think about it. Like, you know? oh, our uh, our friend Michael is in the chat and he's at the Run Disney race. He says, hi from Run Disney. Hi, Michael. Hi, Michael. Run fast. <laughs> run, run, run. <laughs> run fast. Have fun. Um, the, oh, the medals. Did you see the medals did show up? Oh, they did. They did. Okay. I don't know if Betsy's listening, so I, I hope she found out. Hallelujah. Yeah, I think they sent out an email. She was, was, like, <laughs> she was so upset the other day. She's like, it feels like a virtual race. Because I'm not going to be getting my medal and everything. I said, I just it would have, you know, yeah, give it, time. it would have yeah. been a, um, ooh, yeah. if, it, if they didn't yeah, show yeah, up. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Can you imagine the people that didn't know, didn't check their email, uh, and yeah. they like run absolutely ten miles? And Get, no, where's no my medal, medal at? You know, <laughs> and then they go surprise. Heck yeah! Heck yeah! No medal. No medal. The <laughs> You'll like, get it in three weeks. What? They should have sent out the email, been like, just kidding, gotcha. April Fools. <laughs> April Fools. <laughs> <laughs> not thought of by me or anybody else on the associated with this show. Just so no, you know. no. We did not do that. We didn't. It wasn't okay. us. But no, it was not us. It would have been funny if they said, hi, April Fools. <laughs> um, <laughs> so there's going to be more than 25 booths. Um, some of your favorites are returning. The Swanky Saucy Swine, the Appleseed Orchard, Hops and Barley, Earth Eats, hosted by Impossible, and then Shimmering Sips, hosted by Corksicle. Great cups. And then they said some, well, and you know, we talked about, we just talked about changing the menus. Right. So they said some of the marketplaces aren't going to open with the event. Some of them are going to open later, which is cool because then you get to come back and try new things. Variety. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, And the event (laughs) is going to last for 129 days. To keep the event spicy. Keep it spicy. <laughs> Those are Disney spicy. words, not mine. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, 129 days of food and wine. Wild. Goodness. <laughs> the Eat to the Beat concert series is also returning. Uh, it's going to be presented by Florida Blue Medicare. And, you know, they'll have, we'll get the artists later, but it's going to be the same, like, you know, well-known um, artists, and then they'll also have some local bands. So it's kind of going to be like a combination, which is cool. I like that they're doing the local bands. How cool is that? Like if you're like, you know, getting started, been doing this for a couple of years, and then you get to go play at Walt Disney World. I'd take it. Yeah, right? Cool. Heartbeat, yeah. Um, and then the um, Remy's Ratatouille Hide and Squeak is returning. There's going to be Emile's Fromage Montage that is returning, which will kind of guide you around the world showcased trying different cheese dishes. You know, it could be cheese cheese. It could be vegan cheese. It could be cream cheese. It could be melted brie. It could be whatever. No? Oh, I thought you were going to say something. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, no, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> um, there's going to be, obviously, festival merchandise, apparel, home decor, pins, and more. And then, um, you know, obviously, this is in addition to all of the exciting offerings at Epcot, like new attractions, new nighttime entertainment, and as we know, um, new dining offerings like Space 220 and Connections Cafe. So... Lots of exciting things happening in Epcot. Lots of good things happening. Be a great time for Disney dining to come back. Yeah. Just just throwing that out Look there. At that. Anyway. <laughs> We've still got more news to get to right after the break here on DW60. Are you a park opener? Maybe you love the smell of pirate water. Here at Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company, we're a little sweet on Gaston, and we think you might be too. Bring these magically inspired scents to your home, or it could be off with your head. Magically scent your world at magicallyscented.com. Sorcerer Radio listeners, be sure to use the code SOR20 to get 20% off your next magically scented order. The best kept secret for getting DVC accommodations at a substantial savings is DVC-rental.com. Visit DVC 
Disney-Rental.com and get a deluxe Disney resort booked for your next Disney trip. And now back to the music on Sorcerer Radio. Enhance your Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival experience with the Festival of Food mobile app. With the Festival of Food app, you'll see everything that's available, including location, pictures and pricing, create your to-do list, track your progress, and read ratings and reviews from other foodies. There's a lot to taste at this year's festival. You don't want to miss a thing. Download the free Festival of Food app today to start planning, eating, and sharing. Available for iOS and Android. Find it in iTunes and the Google Play Store. Do you have a Disney-related business or product and would like help getting the word out? Become a sponsor of Sorcerer Radio today. For more information, please contact our business office via email at sponsors at srsounds.com. Sorcerer Radio. But did you know that you can give back to your favorite station? You can join Sorcerer Radio Patreon for as low as $2 per month. All of the money raised from our patrons goes directly into creating great stations like Atmospheres, Rope Drop, Seasons, and more. Our patrons get exclusive benefits such as access to the exclusive Sorcerer Radio Discord discussion room, early access to breaking news, and behind-the-scenes information. Other support levels include stickers, shout-outs, and you can even program your own hour of Sorcerer Radio music. Visit srsounds.com support to find out more about how to become a patron today. And thank you for supporting Sorcerer Radio. CW60 on Sorcerer Radio, all Disney music all day long, srsounds.com. Jeff and Nicole returning once again, bringing you the latest Walt Disney World news. We hope you have the opportunity to hear all of the shows on Sorcerer Radio, just like touring the world with Andrew Sparks. Join Andrew as he takes you on a journey through the lands and parks of the Walt Disney World Resort. New tours embark every single Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern here on Sorcerer Radio, srsounds.com. Someone in our Instagram chat asked if it's um, weird to hear our voice or do we get used to it? I feel like it's probably, you're used to it by now. I'm used to it, yeah. Because yeah. it's been, been a long time that you've been on the radio. 16 years. Yeah. Well, 16 years <laughs> for, for doing this show. this show. Yeah, but radio has been... I started radio when I was 16 years old. Yeah, so... 30 years? Long, it's a long time. Yeah. It's just, just really long. <laughs> um, I don't think it, it's not weird for me anymore, but it does catch me off guard. Like that that comer- Patreon commercial. Oh, sure. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'll turn on the station when I'm at work, and that commercial will be on. And I'll like turn it on in the office, and then it's my own voice. I'm like, whoa. But it's, uh, yeah. It's yeah. kind of cool. I like it. One last piece of news for me, and then... Uh, Oh, just not. More news. Sorry. You've got it all. More news from me. And then, uh, well, we do have a birthday. But Disney announced this week that Hoop Dee Doo Musical Review is going to be reopening at Disney's Fort Wilderness on June the 23rd. This is something that people have been asking and asking for for a long time. Like, when is it coming back? I really wish I could get excited about this. But I can't because I've never seen it. Me either. We have <laughs> to go. Never seen the Hoopty Doo review. We have to go. Unfortunately, I think we'll miss it on our next trip. But and I think, I think the main reason I want to see is because I hear the food is phenomenal. Yeah, the fried yeah. chicken and the mac and cheese and yeah. I mean, anything where the words "unlimited fried chicken" are together. Hello. I mean, we're there. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so the first show will be June 23rd, and the reservations will open on May the 26th. So um, if you are interested in going, if you have a trip coming up this summer, this fall, let her this know. This winter. <laughs> yeah, holla at your girl. Yeah. Um, they said, get ready to clap your hands, stomp your feet, and sing along as the beloved musical dinner show, Hoop Dee Doo Musical Review, will return this summer at Walt Disney World Resort. Um, but it said the Pioneer Hall players and the cast members will be welcoming back guests to this frontier style family fun dining experience in Pioneer Hall at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground. 
The show first debuted in 1974, and the show will once again offer guests a rousing Wild West performance, singing zany vaudeville comedy with lots of laughs and an unforgettable country-fied feast full of fried chicken, smoked barbecue ribs, and a variety of savory sides. And, of course, strawberry shortcake. Well, hot diggity dog. And did you know <laughs> that your meal at Hoopty Doo also includes beer, wine, sangria, soft drinks, all that? You can't beat that. Right. Like That's, what? A, good, that's a good option. <laughs> Where else do you get that? Why have I not gone to this? What? I don't know. <laughs> Why have I avoided this? We got to add that to our bucket list. We do. We got we to add it. We, we, over on our Patreon, we did a whole bonus episode going and actually writing, physically writing down and creating a Disney bucket list. And I'm going to have to add it to that. They said the Hoopty Doo holds a special place in the hearts of many Disney fans and cast members. And it has been creating special memories for generations. So I know a lot of people are really excited about that. And it joins, you know, the list of Disney entertainment that has returned recently. We've seen Festival of Fantasy, Castle Shows, um, you know, Nighttime Spectaculars are back. And um, they also, you know, Disney Parks Ball loves to do this. The very last line of an article, very last paragraph, they throw in <laughs> like some other information. <laughs> this one said, other shows will be coming back later this year, including Fantasmic and a fresh spin on a guest favorite, Finding Nemo, The Big Blue and Beyond, which I've also never seen. Never saw the original. No. Yeah, me either. Yeah, never saw it. I mean, Fantasmic. We've seen that. We're talking about Finding Nemo. And, and it kind of surprises me because in, in during Disney vacations, I love going in somewhere where I can sit down and there's AC. I mean, for an extended period of time. Why yeah. didn't I see that show? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> well, it took until you were so, with me to see the Lion King show. It, and it I... was. Yeah. And that had been around for a while. Yeah. So what's wrong with me? <laughs> well, we'll have to see these new ones. We will. We will have to check them out. Um, there is a new breakfast option available at Epcot, which kind of goes along with what we spoke about before the break, how, you know, new offerings or changing offerings at these festivals keep them fresh, right? So La Isla Fresca, which is, I believe, the Encanto booth, it debuted a breakfast menu this week. The menu is offered from park open until 1030, and then it switches back to its normal menu. The breakfast menu has arepas with eggs and cheese, arepas with chorizo, eggs and cheese, as a tropical breeze, which is lemonade and grapefruit and simple syrup. Yum. And then they have a dulce de leche, cocoa coffee, and a tropical breeze, which is that lemonade, grapefruit, and simple syrup with rum. Did somebody say rum? Did somebody say rum for breakfast? <laughs> oh, I'll take it. <laughs> as long as the rum isn't gone, I'll be fine. It's on vacation. It doesn't, it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't matter. Nope. Well, there's a ton of Epcot news. <laughs> so the extravaganza scavenger hunt is returning to Epcot this year. It began yesterday. And it will run for only a limited time, probably through Easter, I would imagine. It says to participate, guests can purchase a map for $9.99 and search for the themed eggs around Epcot. So they will be Easter eggs or like egg-shaped characters. So they'll be eggs and they'll be different different characters you have to match. Um, and they'll be all around Epcot. So when you find all the eggs and mark them on your map, you can receive a fun prize by returning to Disney Traders or World Traveler. And the fun prizes over the years gotten better. I think so. Than what they used to be. Because yeah. I remember I did something like this a few times a few years back. Went to go get my prize and I kind of went, I did all that work for this. I think most recently <laughs> it was like a, not paint by numbers, but it was like a little ceramic figure you could paint. Oh, that's cool. See, that's better. That's a lot better. They've yeah. been cups in the past, which I are cool. I got pins. I remember getting a, well, it was a button. Not a oh, pen. yeah. You know. Yeah, no, they're like cups. Getting um, better. Okay. I'm trying to think what else. Plates, stuff like that. So. A charcuterie board would be nice. Oh, yeah. Well, remember when that was the annual pass holder gift? I do remember, yeah. They had a cutting board. Then they had like wooden coasters. Yeah, yeah. Stuff we were never able to get. No, because I think those were items you had to like go to Epcot six times or something. Yeah, you, first visit you got something and then the other two visits you got something different. Yeah. Towards the cutting board. Yeah. And golly gee was. I think we just got the magnet. I think so. Like that the, was good. I think that was good enough for us. It's though. like the you are here. We made it. Yeah. (laughs) We got it. 
Good to go. Been there, got the prize. Yeah. <laughs> Disney announced last week, kind of just just right after our show, I think, that the cultural representative program is going to be returning in August. So these are the cast members that you know usually staff the World Showcase pavilions, and you know you'll see them all over Walt Disney World. But you know their char- their characters, cast members from countries all over the world. So they're representatives of their culture um, and, you know, coming to to Walt Disney World and working and doing all kinds of great stuff. So um, Disney said that the cultural representatives play an important role in our storytelling by helping us create authentic, immersive experiences for our guests as they share their cultures, heritage and traditions that have inspired our resorts, pavilions and theme parks. So, I mean, talking to people in the World Showcase was always one of our favorite. Like, what do you, what is, what do you drink? You know, what's your favorite? Yeah, yeah. You know, when would you have this item? Especially like um, Festival of the Holidays. Yeah. When you're learning about people's traditions and what their families do and how they celebrate at home. Um, there's nothing better than, than talking directly to someone. I think the biggest impact that I saw when those cast members were not able to be around was during our honeymoon Mm -hmm. when we had lunch with DJ Sorcy, Mm -hmm. Andrew and his family, uh, Eric Allen and stuff. And when we were there at the beer garden and it was not somebody from Germany there. Yeah. You're taking our drinks and talking with us and everything else. And I'm not going to say it took away from the experience. I still love the beer garden. It was still great. Right. But it's just something special about getting to interact with them. Yeah, those cast in, members. In that add. environment and everything else. It Should I say it makes it more authentic? Well. I, I, I don't know if I want to say that yeah, or not, you know. I was going to say the, you know, the, the cast members that we had did not take away from the experience. No, no, not at all. But the cast members from those countries definitely add. Makes it more immersive. Yeah. Type of yeah. thing. Yeah. So, and it, it feels, yeah, it feels authentic. Yeah. Right? And you can just ask questions, not necessarily about the menu or the food or whatever, but just if you're like, if you if you think about something and you're like, man, when would you eat this? Or is this a special item? Or is this truly like something that that you eat in this country? And you have people there that are, are so happy to talk about where they're from and, and their home and their culture and heritage. And they're just answers that you're not going to get by reading a board outside the pavilion. During my time in the Navy, there was uh, I traveled from Japan all the way down to Australia, visited a lot of different countries. Believe it or not, one time while I was in Japan doing some shopping there at the World Showcase, I saw a cast member from Japan from Sasebo where I was stationed. Mm-hmm. And automatically, it all these different memories came back. I talked to them for a few minutes about the different things that I experienced, the places I saw, and they knew about everything that I talked about. You can't get that anywhere else. No. Um, you know, so you just never know who you're going to run into and where they're from. Right. I was with my family, my parents and my brother one year, and we were at Walt Disney World. And in the Mexico Pavilion, we ran into somebody who was greeting outside of the quick service on the water. Uh-huh. And he was from the city, which is very, very small city that my aunt and uncle were living in at the time in Mexico. So my dad's side of the family, um, some of them live in Mexico. They're like dual citizens. And um, we've grown up going there and visiting. And and he was from the city that they lived in at the time that we had been to and visited. And just kind of recently, like with two or three years before that. And he lit up. And it was just so cool to be able to you know, relate to somebody. And I'm sure yeah, when yeah. you're that far away from home, finding someone that you can talk about home with sure, yeah. knows what you're talking oh, about. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. I mean, we feel that way. We don't live where we're from and anyone Absolutely. that knows where we're from or has been there. It's like, it's so exciting. It is. So, I mean, and yeah, and it's, it's, I miss it and I'm, I'm happy to see them coming back. It's going to be nice to see that because he's be staying over at Flamingo Crossings Village. Brand new housing complex for all of those cast members. And from what I hear, there's a lot to do. Yes. (laughs) There's a lot to do inside these places. Uh, So It looks like they're always having events and and gatherings. Sorry, excuse me. um, Over at Flamingo Crossing and, you know, making these program participants 
you know, making making the most of their time during their program. Because, you know, some of them are only there for like three or four months. So for them to, you know, Disney to really pour into their program and, and make it truly the best time of their life or, you know, the best memories they've made. And um, it it's it's. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm jealous, honestly. The um, the apartments look fantastic, and I know that they're opening more, like, shopping, more dining in that area. So I think as the Flamingo Crossing Village grows, it truly just adds more value to programs like the Disney College program and this um, international exchange program. Because I don't know. Did you ever see the old DCP apartments? I never did get to see those, no. They were very reminiscent of like a college dorm, almost, uh, I hope no one gets mad at me saying this, but almost like a frat house. They felt like three (laughs) apartment complexes of frat houses. Oh my gosh, wow. Um, And you know, Disney, you know, tries to keep it up, but you're just like funneling people through and through and through and through. So there's going to be wear and tear. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But... I, I'm excited to see them, like I said, pouring into this new Flamingo Crossing Village to add value to these programs for people. Good stuff. Good stuff. You got a birthday coming up. Don't go anywhere. Tired of missing out on free dining and special park openings? Looking to keep your finger on the pulse of all things Disney? Well, we've got you covered. EarsAlert.com has up-to-date news, deals, and information from the very best Disney news sources. Visit EarsAlert.com and download our iOS or Android app to get immediate updates whenever a Disney news story breaks. Visit EarsAlert.com today. Ready for some fun in the Disney parks? Don't forget your Sorcerer Radio gear. The Sorcerer Radio Shop has everything you need to show your SR pride in the parks. Pins, shirts, hats, and more. Before you begin your vacation, stop by the Sorcerer Radio Shop at srsounds.com slash shop. CW6C, Jeff and Nicole here with you. Do you enjoy the classic and current music of Disney animated films? Well, you need to join host William Hershey as he takes you on a magical journey through Disney animated films during the Animation Courtyard. Every Tuesday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern, right here on Sorcerer Radio at srsounds.com. We've gone through a lot of Disney news today. A lot of food news. I ate before the show. I'm even more hungry than I was before. It was just, it was a lot, a lot of different things. Some new merchandise coming that you can be able to get. I saw this past week, message that Nicole sent to me. There are brand new themed Coke bottles at Walt Disney World. And and I think, did they have, I think it was the iridescent colors on them. They were just, it was another like, just Coke bottle to collect. Right. Yeah. They have like iridescent at the bottom and then it says 50th. And then there's one just like generic one. And then there's one for each park. So there's a total of five. That's cool. We've already got, what, two or three yeah, we have thermal, the thermal detonators? Yeah, so I guess we'll have to get a couple more uh, the next time we're at the Walt Disney World Resort. Do we have birthday? I Can you pull it up on your phone? Are you able to? I'm trying to get it open <laughs> on, uh, <laughs> on my iPad because I'm using my phone for the Instagram Live. And I tried to, I opened it before we started, didn't have a problem. And then now I'm trying to open the app on my iPad, it just crashes. Like it opens and it has a black screen and then it shuts down. Then it opens and it has a black screen and then it shuts down. Do you remember who it was from? Yes, it's from Miss Donna. Oh, okay. All right. I got it right here. Perfect. (laughs) See, it's not always perfect. Sometimes we just have little technical issues. It it just kind of happens, but that's okay. Here's birthday time. This came from Miss Donna Strickler. Said, can you wish my husband Dan a happy birthday, please? His birthday is tomorrow. We are huge Disney and TW60 fans. He loves turkey legs. Hello. Yeah. (laughs) Dole Whips and his favorite rides are Pirates of the Caribbean and the People Mover. Honestly, what solid choices. Oh, my goodness gracious. I think we would be friends. (laughs) Thank you so much. Have a great weekend, Nicole and Jeff. So, Dan, 
Dan the man. Dan the man. <laughs> Guess what? You get a heck yeah. Heck yeah. And you also get sparkles. Sparkles. <laughs> Hope you have a happy birthday, bud. Those are some solid choices. Very. That's all like all my some of my favorites yeah. right there. They're just right on that list and everything. You got a birthday shout out that you would like to do here on the show. All you have to do is send us an email, or you can send us a voice message. Send either one to DW60 at srsounds.com. So for everybody out there celebrating a birthday, this message is for you. Hiya, pals. We heard it was somebody's birthday. Oh, Mickey, I love birthdays. Me too. <laughs> and guess what? Donald and Daisy brought a special cake for you. Oh, great idea, Donald. Ready, everyone? On the count of three. One, two, three. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy, happy birthday to you! Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy, happy birthday to you! Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. SourSounds.com We want to thank everybody out there for checking out DW60 this week. Whether you're listening to us on Sorcerer Radio, you're watching the live version of the show on Instagram Live right now, or you're listening to the podcast version of the show, we are so grateful for each and every one of you taking a little time out of your day to find out what's happening at Walt Disney World with myself and Nicole. If you need to get in contact with us, there's a lot of different ways to do it. Social media, of course, is the way to go. How can they do it? They can reach us on Facebook and the DW60 Press Row Facebook page. We are chatting all the time, sharing news and everything in the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone. We chat live during the show Friday mornings, the Sorcerer Radio Discord. And then we are on Instagram and TikTok as at DW60 Press Row. We are also um, on Patreon. We have bonus episodes. We post, um, you know, behind the scenes, sneak peeks of new stuff coming. Um, and they are the first to hear about all the exciting things that we have coming up for DW60 Press Row. Um, this music reminds me. Two days ago, three days ago, I sent Jeff a message. I was on my way to work and I heard a commercial that was using this music in the background. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. I was like, Good non copyright music. I know. I was like, I know that music. <laughs> it's a familiar tune, right? Yeah. Make sure if you didn't get to hear all of the show, you have another opportunity to do so on Sorcerer Radio. The replay happens tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern Time is when you can catch that. Of course, later on today, Joe and everybody from the Diz His will be on 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Find out about some of the history of the Walt Disney Company, whether it's the movies, the games, the parks, whatever. Just check them out. It's a really fun show. You might enjoy it. And, of course, uh, the podcast version of the show will be out a little bit later on this weekend as well. You can download that. If you're going to do it on Apple Music, please give us those five-star reviews. Help the show get out there when people search for Disney Podcast. Hopefully, DW60 will pop up and we can have more people join the family. So until next time, this is Sorcerer Radio, all Disney music all day long, srsounds.com, and we hope you have a magical day.